Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Happy 4th of July, everyone. We are recording on 4th of July. That's right, because we're fucking patriotic. That's what this show's about, really. Patriotism. That's right. Pinko commie sluts. We're about patriotism. Mal is an idealist. Mal is an idealist. That's your Independence Day message. <laughs> um, Guys, a lot of stuff happened today. Oh, yeah. First... This really stupid thing, which I kind of, I've decided I love now. This guy who's been amassing this Twitter following for, I think, two and a half years as a secret senior White House advisor who's anonymously posting. He was like, today's the day. I'm going to reveal my identity. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, the, the libs just got QAnon. They got fucking QAnon, man. It was so funny because I had forgotten about this guy until people were posting that he was going to like reveal himself. And I was like, OK, Who? no, give some backstory. I have no idea what you're talking okay, about. OK, so like two and a half, three years ago, somebody started this Twitter account and he did seem to have some. I can't remember exactly, but he had some kind of versatility of having information, right? He claimed to be a insider in the White House, but he was going to, like, blow those whistles or some such shit. But it always had the veneer to me of, like, somebody who's possibly just fucking around. So... I had largely forgotten about this, but apparently he was amassing hundreds of thousands of followers in this time. And then a few days ago, deleted all of his old tweets and was like, it's coming. Fourth of July. Woo. Get ready. Oh, boy. Just like tweeting yeah, no, cryptic shit. Incredibly funny. It's very funny. I, I was, it took me a minute to chew on it. And I was like, this is hilarious. Uh, so anyway, people are like, he's going to reveal himself, blah, blah, blah. And then it comes to the time he's announced. And he does a periscope with a totally black screen. And it's like two and a half minutes long. But the first two minutes are silence. And then he just says, I am James Maxwell Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly away. Posting poorly photoshopped birth certificate that identifies both Ghislaine Maxwell and Donald J. Trump as his father. Yeah, just say Ghislaine Maxwell. We're not doing that. Is it? What, how do you say it? No, how you said it is the quote unquote correct way according to, you know, Look, James I just Blaine say people Maxwell. I just say people's but, names you know, I've heard him said. She's a horrible sex trafficker, so we call her Jislane Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't respect her pronunciation of her name. Oh, I, um, 
According to my prediction, she should be strangled right now. Oh, yeah, no. Um, As the works go off all around her. Yeah, there's got to be a fucking over-under pool on how long she lives. A tontine? No, not, that's not tontine. Well, it's sort of a tontine, but, like, different. Uh, it's more of a death pool than a tontine. <laughs> but, yeah... Do you have to, like, send her to the same jail? Prison? Yeah. It, when is that happening? Do we know when? She's there now. Oh. Is she there oh. now? Yeah, baby. That's why it's happening tonight. Happening tonight. Yes. Uh, guys, that's I will uh, not feel great about it if it does happen right now. Uh, patriotic. Because I kind of think there's going to be one last ditch. I mean, did you guys see this Alan Dershowitz? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. No, oh, Dershowitz yeah. is the fucking man right now. Like, he, is, he wrote openly, an entire article, right? Yeah, he's openly saying, I'm a pedophile, but, you know, for, like, liberal idealist reasons, you know, and just daring us. He's great. Um, oh, my God. Go Alan Dershowitz. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's awesome. Really, you fucking conducted a witch hunt against Finkelstein, and fuck you for that. But, like, yeah, man, he's just going to be there forever. He, like, Alan Dershowitz is, in fact... You know what? Never mind. I was going to get playfully anti-Semitic. I, I'm gonna <laughs> I was gonna, that would have been my guess why you were hesitant. No, is it? I'm just saying that, you know, there's an old medieval legend about, <laughs> you know, someone who walks around a lot. And it's Alan Dershowitz? Will we not, will not leave this world until the day of judgment because he was cursed for reasons. Uh, but I'm going to, like, stop it there. Oh, um, God. Is this Slender Man? Yeah, yeah, let's go, yeah no, there's an old video of legend and it's Slender Man. Slenderman. It's Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's good. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, the ancient uh, medieval trope. Uh, your cousin Ronnie Slenderman. Uh, you know. Slender Manstein. Uh, Slender Manstein. Oh, God, we're going to become Red Scare. Um, Slen- Slenderman and Sons. <laughs> Oh boy, guys! Oh, it's good. Oh, uh, oh, Allie, Allie Dershowitz. Well, I guess cat's out of the bag. We got her. We got her. Jizz Lane. Uh, and <laughs> we, I mean, the FBI who knew she was in an Airbnb in New Hampshire. Uh, at least that's what it appeared to me reading. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they literally just called her up and was like, "Is it, it now a good time?" Yeah, did you get your perfect false testimony in order to exonerate exactly the correct people? <laughs> what was the uh, Italian Hillary Clinton guard meme? The Hiluigi uh Clintonowski or <laughs> I did not see this, but it's it's just Hillary Clinton as a prison guard in like a <laughs> Italian like mustache. 
But yeah, Mar- so I, I, Marlo saw it. I know he did. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like making things Italian is always funny and not racist it's, at it's, all. So like, spaghetti face is always okay. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I is. was just talking about what faces are still okay since you know it's a hot topic. Spaghetti face always fine. Second coolest to spaghetti face though is frog face, which is a ha ha ha. You know. Uh, it's a French, I say. But uh, there should be in Italian. I mean, okay, the days of like making fun of French people in America are like long past, and like it's. I'm it's, from it's, Quebec, so I get an extra. Yeah, yeah, I but get, and as as Felix has pointed out, the Quebec like land on this amazing like a convergence of like French and like redneck that like has yeah, been yeah yeah. Except also, I mean, there's Louisiana. All right, I, I sent the the picture over. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Luigi Clintonelli. Oh yeah. yes, it's very good. I do think it's possible. It's more likely that she has developed some sort of monstrously false testimony to exonerate exactly the correct people for what. what? To be fair, why wouldn't Epstein also do that? <laughs> like, like because Epstein himself. What, wait, I don't. Epstein are we turning into Trunon right now? Oh, Just God. for tonight. This, this is a this, this is a Fourth of July sucks. special. Oh shit! I'm gonna be falsely accused of class reductionism because of my racism now. This sucks. <laughs> you're, you're Adolf Reed, is what I am going to be the next Adolf Reed, except no one's ever heard of me. Um, <laughs> we are going to be every problematic left podcast by the time this is over, and Matt, Matt Christman will fucking we, appear on as a guest on our show. We will actually be that far left fascism that Donald Trump is talking about. Oh yeah, no far left fascism. Is- no, we're just gonna like we're just gonna like have like Angela Nagel on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> and with my Tracy, and they're gonna like discuss how I'm not going to talk to Amy Torres. I'm not doing it. Yeah, we can get him on. Um, <laughs> I'm sure, but I, Steve I'm re- can get him on. I really I'm just pretty like, sure I really Steve just hasn't like actively Therese. burnt those bridges. <laughs> I really what, with Mike Tracy? Yeah, no, last time I saw Mike Tracy was at Occupy. He tried to antagonize a cop into... Like, oh, that was the last time I saw Mike Tracy, too. Yeah. I, don't, well, I mean, since I've actively antagonized him on social media, and he's blocked me on Twitter while he may or may not know who was behind that account, I'm pretty sure he had an idea. Were you under Hiluigi Clintonelli? Yeah, sure. Um, I yeah, no. I mean, I basically just posted the "get off my head" video under like every post he had until he blocked me. It was pretty fun. Oh, man, that's such a good. I really want Scott Adams to block me, but he hasn't done it yet. And yeah, just... if you have a like video of him, I wish crying like a bitch while getting arrested in college. You just post that video under all his posts and. That gets people to block you, apparently. I learned that. No, I just keep tweeting at Scott Adams, who is my longest standing uh, person I've trolled on the internet. Uh, I used to write 
shit about him on my blog spot. Uh, <laughs> I hate him. He's, he's a creator. Of, he's like a men's rights activist who yeah, used yeah. the secret to get successful. That's his fucking story. And then he this week said he's going to be murdered if Biden gets elected. So I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Biden didn't tell me this was part of his uh on the table so now i'm like really considering voting yeah i mean i'm just gonna go on record and say that like in the 90s and you know you you were like eight years old and your literature was the comics page of the newspaper which was in print at the time because the zoomers today don't understand um i will say that Unless you're an older millennial and Calvin and Hobbes was still being printed. Or you were, like, in one of, like, four fucking locations in the United States that actually ran the boondocks. Uh, basically, Dilbert and... What's the other good one? I think there was another, like, sometimes actually decent uh, paper strip out there. Was it... Like, I mean, I... I, I, like, Pearls Before Swine was all right. Uh, had Farside and Calvin and Hobbes mm-hmm. that were mostly in the 80s that were, like, good. Uh, you had... Doonesbury. <laughs> yeah, Doonesbury sucked ass. Um, <laughs> Doonesbury sucked ass, but you sounded smart if you read it when you were talking to your friends in fourth grade. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, None of my uh, friends in fourth grade could have cared uh, less about such a thing. In fact, yeah, like, <laughs> was excellent, but didn't run anywhere. Yeah, no, Dilbert was, in my opinion, honestly, like, fairly decent. No, I'm not. Comic. That's the thing. I, Dilbert itself is not a poor comic strip. It's not unfunny, but um, Scott Adams, the person who created it, is a horrific shit stain of a human being. And I am not being hyperbolic when I say he used the secret to get successful. That is a well-documented story. He doesn't say the secret, but it's essentially fucking, what's his face? Like Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. It's the same shit. He's like, I wrote down, I, Scott Adams, will have such a popular comic strip that I will have all the monies. Like, that's he did that, and he's like, and then I got successful. Like, and then his post-success story is, oh, I've been fired for being a white man <laughs> and that pay disparity uh, doesn't exist. So, and also this new thing where he thinks if we elect uh, Joe Biden, he'll get killed and we'll hunt Republicans. And I'm like, Biden needs to tell people that because it'll get a lot more people on board. Just saying. <laughs> and still he has not blocked me, even though I regularly call for his death, I guess, uh, implicitly. But um, he had one horrific essay about 10 years ago that fixated on this story of a cleaning lady who was being underpaid and sued Walmart in some capacity. And I might be getting like the details wrong, but basically Scott Adams wrote this long essay about how he did a thought experiment in his head. Well, what if this lady was, uh, yes, she's a person of color and yes, she's a woman. But what if she's also just not very good at her job? And it was just like he had not looked like he had not like gotten any further information or whatever. He was just like, hmm, interesting. It's possible that this is totally fair. And 
It, I, he's just like, he's a fucking dweeb. Yeah, I mean, Scott Adams is like alt right as shit and he sucks, but like, I don't know. Delver was fun. He just, had that tie and the dog that was mean. Dog Bert. Um, yeah, no. And there was like the accounting office, which was actually like a layer of hell. And everyone who worked there was a weird demon. There was the HR lady, the pointy haired boss. There, there's so much like in-universe shit with Dilbert. I'll, I'll defend that shit until the day I die. Yeah, uh, but it's also, yeah. it's also no, the, the a remnant. With- the time. cartoon was like fucking like cool before it got canceled because Scott Adams was a white straight man. Um, that he yeah, does say that great. he says it got canceled because he's a white man and UPN decided to focus on an African American audience. So la di da. Uh, he said that very literally this week. <laughs> Just FYI, everyone. I hate him. I don't know. That's how you can separate the art from the artist. I was a. Uh, funny papers aficionado because I'm a strange child. So like I read all of the comics that were available in the Baltimore Sun, probably from when I'm six to whenever they stopped doing that shit. <laughs> like, and I read them all. We did have the Boondocks, lucky us. We still had fucking Blondie and shit. Oh, yeah. Family Circus. Uh, well, yeah, no, everyone had family circus. Oh, and I, 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 I my gym teacher, my gym ball. teacher was related to the one, like, strip person. I don't know. It wasn't Family Circus, but it was, like, the new one that kind of looked like it was Daystar. But it was, like, brunette mom, blonde dad, and then their kids. I don't know. Every comic strip was like that. We also did Brenda Starr still. So there was like proper comic booky comic strips. Ah, I'm old. But also like really a strange person who was reading the entire funny pages because I thought that's what every kid was doing. I I discovered it was not. I was a peanuts person. Mm hmm. Oh, I never got into the peanuts. Yo, does anyone remember uh, back in the day? what was that one comic? I think it was called, like, To Death Do Us Part. I feel like every cliche line from A Wedding Vow is the title of a Sunday comic strip from the <laughs> 80s and 90s. Yeah, I think there was a comic strip called, like, To Death Do Us Part. And they had their own, like, fucking cartoon show back then. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now that I remember, I'm pretty sure... I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure... There was a series of, like, maybe two short films that were released on VHS in the 80s that were, like, produced by Gary Larson. Yeah, they were these, like, like kind of absurdist humor shits. As far as I'm concerned, like, Farside, Calvin and Hobbes, and Boondocks would be the three actual very good things that ran on the comic pages. Mm-hmm. Woo! America! Oh, shit, you Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty PTSD triggering. Hooray. Hooray. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad I am not a veteran. Uh, I need to stop arguing with this asshole because we just moved on to this fucking Yeah, seriously. Thing. Get off the internet. I'm not on Facebook to argue with dumbass. All right. All right. Fine. Tell us about your argument. How is an idealist? What is there to tell? 
Well, yeah, no, I mean, we got, we were, like, talking about, like, Mal for a while, and, he, and I, like, casually offhand mentioned, he's, like, saying shit about anarchists, and I'm really, like, protest. This is the thing about internet leftism versus actual fucking leftism. I'm not an anarchist, I'm a Marxist, but if you're at a fucking protest that you need bodies on the street to do shit, you know, like, not just a bunch of liberals marching down the fucking road, but you need bodies in the street to actually do shit. There's going to be two groups. There's going to be anarchists, and in New York, there's going to be Revcom. Those are yeah, lots groups. of Revcom. Those are the two groups. There's, like, about 87 different anarchist-affiliated things, and then there's Revcom. Those are, like, the two major segments of the left. And you'll want to talk about, like, oh, read Lenin, this, that, and the other thing. Great, fine. I'll, I don't hate Lenin. Lenin's fine, but everyone's sitting at Lenin, and if I'm in a fight with fascists, none of those people are next to me. There's anarchists, and there's Revcom. Revcom, terrible cult, hate them. They suck. <laughs> never joined Revcom. But the thing about cults is they get bodies in the street, and the thing about anarchists is, uh, frankly, they got nothing better to do, and they're out there. And they're fucking cool as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that's an excellent point. Oh, boy. I knew oh, boy. Oh. You're cutting out. Oh, all we heard is cocksuckers. Sucks sucks ass. Ass. I hate this. You hate this. You know, we just need to isolate this. We need to isolate this. Yeah, yeah, can you just remix that cocksucker for me, Matt? Yeah, this cocksucker, this sucks that. Cocksucker. Sucker, this cut that. Cocksucker, this cut that. <laughs> uh, I like uh, cocksucker is one of my favorite curse words because you know what? It's my dad's favorite curse word. Oh, that's some Electra shit right there. Yeah, people used to crank call my house specifically because it was so funny <laughs> that my dad would call him a cocksucker. So, yeah. Anyway, Revcom eventually led into Mal. And I, like, offhandedly mentioned, I don't love Mal. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what don't you like about Mal? So we got into that. Essentially, you know, Mal's a fucking idealist. Whatever. Don't matter. And then, like, he just, like, mentions the CPC's position on Mal. And I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit what the CPC says about Mal. And then now we're arguing about the CPC. And it's just fucking annoying. Because, like, honestly, yeah, these people... They're not out in the fucking street. They don't actually give a shit. None of this shit matters. Like, I don't care. I'm a Marxist. I don't have a fucking issue with anarchists. And in the United States, if you are actually involved in leftist political organizing, you better fucking be friendly with the anarchists because the Marxists aren't anywhere around. It's true. Anyway. Mao's an my idealist. Rant. Yeah, Mao's a fucking idealist. Fuck Mal. He's a dumb person who happens to be, like, really good at fighting a guerrilla war. And so, from that, he managed to get in charge of China for a while. But he also um, those landmines, which is, like, like, super cool. He's really good at fighting a guerrilla war. He's really good at fighting a guerrilla war. Good for him for that. Um, anybody want to talk about Elon Musk? Yes. My second... My what are we? hated man on Twitter. Oh, yeah, he got in a yeah. fight with Klippenstein because, like, Klippenstein was just getting people to troll him with that picture with, of him. With, with Jizzy Jizz. 
Um, but yeah, no, I don't know who Ken Klippenstein actually is. For a while, I thought he was the same person as Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest They're there. similarly stupid. Yeah, I have no idea how I'm actually supposed to feel about but him. I, and I also don't exactly, care enough to look it, to it up. Exactly, let's reduce it to just his interaction with Elon Musk, which I say thumbs up, Ken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was I cool love, shit. I love and, anyone like, trolling him, Elon yeah. Musk because he's such a fucking baby. Well, it really got on Elon Musk. It made him so yeah. mad. It really annoyed him. Like, he just... He is good enough, but he has enough fucking sense that he can just ignore it and not point it out. Did you? And it was. Oh my gosh. So did you peep that? So he blows up at Klippenstein and he's like, blah, blah, blah. People are then trolling him, acting like they got dirt on Klippenstein and just tweeting him the uh, fucking (laughs) just like uh, photo again. But at one point, so he's like, I was at that Vanity Fair party with my ex-wife, Tallulah Balula, whatever her name is. So this bitch is like, with Elon's permission, I'm going to make a statement. So her statement not only charges back at a thing no one said that she was not a child bride. (laughs) She admits in this statement that uh, they visited Jeffrey Epstein's house. So there's at least four different occasions where Elon Musk is in the same room as Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine that are accounted for. This was never even part of the whole thing people were dragging him about. She just is like, yeah, we did in our itinerary of appointments this like vague language what does it mean oh us wealthy people you know we've got our itinerary of appointments to keep so yeah she basically tells all of us that they've been in jeffrey epstein's home which is an extra thing we didn't know before and i was like i love it i love it i love how fucking like stupid and dumb elon musk is at everything he i just i'm actually on elon musk's uh twitter no i am too um yeah no but also straight to my clipboard is that picture and i'm about to just spam that bitch (laughs) he's hating on chomsky what someone who grew up in apartheid africa has (laughs) an issue i mean like because well, Chomsky yeah, has okay. a bad reading of life. <laughs> but you know, you know, Elon Musk thinks people like us are like Chomsky. Uh, um, Elon Musk, uh, he's got a new fucking baby, and he's just got time to do all this trolling, clapping back. He thinks, yeah, dude. Going. I mean, like. But very exciting because there's another uh, big story on the horizon. You know who Elon Musk is supporting for president. Me? Elon Musk did tweet his unequivocal Full support, support oh, yeah, of Kanye West 2020. Which also has Marla's full report. Yeah, well, that's... It's you know, too late, too late crap, for yeah. Kanye to get on the ballots of New York, Maine, New Mexico, Indiana, North Carolina, and Texas, according to Ballotpedia that I very quickly and, Googled. You know, well, Abraham Lincoln wasn't on the ballot in any of the southern states, and he still Hell. won the presidency. So, you know. Do they write him in? Uh, because did they write Abraham Lincoln into the what would <laughs> no, become the Confederacy? No, they didn't. 
<laughs> no, because a lot of people right now are, are just saying, can I write? No, it actually is because uh, what we forget, because everyone remembers the Lincoln-Douglas debates, there was a third candidate who was basically a spoiler candidate for <laughs> Douglas. Oh, that's very um, apropos. That's actually, in fact, how Lincoln won the presidency was... The Democratic ticket Hell was yeah. split. So who's Which Kanye is... splitting? I, I don't know. I think if Kanye could just figure out a way to get to a debate, I don't even think we need to do America anymore. I am just clicking on literally every Elon tweet and hitting control. <laughs> and it Hell yeah. Get blocked by it. Elon Musk. I'm trying. You know what? I'm trying. Yeah. And like, fuck Grimes too on this day. <laughs> Sorry. I know... Look, I haven't listened to a single goddamn thing Look, of hers. So, all I know yeah, of Grimes so. is that she was mean. Sounds like a shittier Bjork. To my girl Poppy, who's the weird. Do you know Poppy? Anyway. Okay, so. I don't, I don't know anything that you ever talk <laughs> Nobody about. Nobody does. Poppy's an internet sensation, though. She she has a lot of oh. a disquieting videos. And. Oh, shit. Oh, Twitter uh, thinks that I'm a bot now <laughs> because I just spammed. It's making me do a caption. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking is awesome, dude. <laughs> Verify my phone number. Okay, me, why dude. did I just get a Twitter update that said Donald Trump did not say Operation Desert Storm took place in Vietnam? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> why, why is Twitter telling me? All right, okay, I'm just going to go with Operation my friend. Desert Storm took place in Vietnam. Okay, I just read about 65 pages of Jock Derrida, and I just have to say that this is like a negation, which is also another thing, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, this this story is trending on Twitter that Snopes and CNN <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> 2020, man. Okay, Twitter logged me back in time. Oh my. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, let me just read this. During his independence. He day, stumbled, is what people are saying as the excuse. Yeah, go for Donald it. Donald Trump listed a number of wars the nation has fought in, referencing the Vietnam War and Operation Desert Storm. Reporters from Snopes and CNN confirmed that a short clip from his speech being shared online is misleading because it has been edited in a way to make it appear as though the president said Operation Desert Storm took place in Vietnam. It's like, yeah, he was saying... He was I have, the, I have the edited text. I have what the text of the edited supposedly right. is. It, it's that uh, he says... He's talking about the planes because we're all jacking off to American war planes today. Mm. So he's talking about the planes and then he's saying they carried American warriors into the dense fields and jungles of Vietnam. They delivered a swift and sweeping, you know, sweeping. It was swift and it was sweeping like nobody's ever happened before. A victory in Operation Desert Storm. Awesome aircraft representing every major military conflict over the last 75 years. These planes once launched off massive aircraft carriers in the fiercest battles of World War II. They raced through the skies of Korea's MIG Alley 
They carried American warriors into the dense fields and jungles of Vietnam. They delivered a swift and swipping, you know that, sweeping. It was swift and it was sweeping like nobody's ever seen anything happen. A victory in Operation Desert Storm. (laughs) (laughs) Baldriard would be very proud right now. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Yeah, sure. Like, no, that's boring. Okay, yeah. so we got to talk Again, about Kanye. I understand what happened. Kanye. understand what the, Kanye. like, context. Just... Yeah, whatever. Kanye is the modern-day Jack Johnson. He is a subversive symbol of black liberation who should be supported uncritically. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> yeah, no, one of the many reasons he should be supported because Beyonce did in fact have the greatest music video. Yeah, he that was year. right. You're right. Yeah, he was absolutely correct. The only reason Taylor Swift won was because of Hollywood fucking racism and also probably Harvey Weinstein, but they weren't ready for that conversation right then. Mm-mm. And Kanye was ready to lay that conversation down. Kanye oh. West preached the eternal troll he is the arrogant black he is the as i said uh, the jack johnson of the 21st century and his work on blueprint alone earned him the right to be president of this country you know what so, you, can, you convinced me i yeah, not absolutely um no 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 my- Mar- Buddy, yeah. do not. Do I have not a selfish into reason. This. I have a selfish reason. I'm going to clarify. Oh, he wore a mega hat. Yeah, and it was hilarious. He, he freely. No, no, no. I don't know if you guys caught this. He is now fully claiming that he pulled one over on Donald Trump in order to accomplish his goals. Dude did a troll. He's awesome. He fucking took Trump for a ride. He took a bunch of dumbass MAGA chuds for a ride. He is, like, funnier than Sacha Baron Cohen, but he's the wrong complexion for that. So, you know, I'm I'm calling. <laughs> I will say that I have a, another reason for supporting this. Okay, so I wrote a short story in 2009, and it was about a future 50 years in the future (laughs) where it was an old retired president kim kardashian reflecting on her life because i thought it would be a funny exercise yeah yeah yeah. because i also use kim kardashian as a way to judge people like if people overreact to the idea of kim kardashian i'm like you're a bad person probably like you're probably sketchy in some way like either you don't give a shit or like whatever you're fixated about Kim Kardashian, unless it's like completely just a sound criticism of her capitalism. Yeah, it's what I use. Anybody who's considering. Yeah, I felt the same way about Nickelback for a while. I'm just going to say that out loud. Fair. <laughs> what this year is like was 2009. this? 2009. It, it, I don't like it when people. Yeah. Steve was pissed off that like Kanye was late for a thing one time. Uh, and it. Pissed off a bunch of like white boys. Uh, Listen, excuse in, me. Like, excuse me, Marlo. <laughs> excuse me, Marlo. Kanye forced Phil Lesh off the stage about an hour earlier what? than 
It's not like it was Bob. No, Dylan. it was Phil Lesh. Yeah, okay, um, whatever, dude. Like, sometimes guy, the guy needs to be told to stop. Like, he's a weird fucking person. And, and then we uh, sat there and waited for him to come on his glow-in-the-dark <laughs> performance that was supposed to go on at the clock. You are not you know being what? able I'm gonna to quote Kanye. Kanye is... I'm going to quote Kanye okay, but- right now and say that you should be honored by his <laughs> lateness. That he would all even show up for this. Okay, picture. but uh, okay. So the joke, the eternal joke punchline, was that he showed up at about four forty in the morning outside, and there was no glowing in the dark because the sun was already coming up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like, I mean, you know, the sun can do what no, on you. No, this is like he doesn't work unfor- by like this is the unforgivable sun. and. You know, I I relate this to the time I was to see a Buster concert in Baltimore at a shitty club, but he didn't know when the clubs closed, so he showed up too late to do the show. And I've held it against Buster Rhymes ever since. Yeah, no, I've held this against Kanye West ever since, and I shouted very proudly every other day, fuck Kanye, fuck Kanye. Well, you know what? He might be our only hope in 2020. He makes Che Guevara look like George W. Bush. (laughs) And that's the dream we have for this podcast. We dream of a world Um, where we're all killed as conservatives. No, 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 no. Kanye is definitely going to help Donald Trump get a second second term, which is just awesome. I don't know, man. I really feel like I don't know, because honestly, he's got nothing right now because the libs don't give a shit that he was like, oh, ha ha, maggot hat was a troll. The libs just care on this base level of you need to do the certain cultural markers we agree with or else you're a fascist. Um, So they're not going to. They're going to split. They're going to take Trump's vote. The only people. It's fucking. He's not going to. Why would I swear to God. Trump. And you like Kanye insofar as he liked Trump. Why would you vote Kanye? Like, you just like Trump. And also, he's yeah, not going to be on the fucking ballot anywhere. And this is probably just a thing. <laughs> um, Kim retweeted it. Kim retweeted it. The American flag emoji. So. Sure, whatever. All right. Look, All right. this All is right. the All way running for the Armenian genocide recognized. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> If PSL, yeah, sure. Fuck you, young um, jerks. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could actually transfer this into, like, another anti-Turk thing. But, no, real quick, like, if PSL wasn't running a candidate, I might vote for Kanye. But the fact of the matter is I'm not voting for Biden. I don't see Kanye peeling votes yeah. off of Biden. Yeah. And I don't see him peeling votes off of Trump. I... I see him dealing a couple votes. If he didn't do the MAGA hat, mm-hmm. I think there would be a contingent of quote-unquote progressive liberals who aren't going to vote for the Green Party who might as a lark vote Kanye over Biden. But, like, those people are just turned off by the MAGA hat because that's as far as they can think. No, you're thinking about this all wrong. You're not considering the people who voted for Donald Trump for the LOLs, man. We've never considered this factor. 
I guess. I mean, the general consensus in the Twitter universe by white people is that it's splitting the black vote. For- <laughs> okay. that, no, that's just racist and stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even joking. They're calling Kanye Jill Stein, which oh, Larry- my God. that's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny as fuck. I want Susan Sarandon's got to support Kanye now. What we really need is a Jill Stein rap record. Oh, man. But she could just produce a Jay-Z album. I don't know. Would a Jill Stein rap record be better or worse than Hamilton? Uh, yeah. As long as there's bongos. Yeah, I feel like there'd be thing. more percussion. Yeah, no, I mean, Jill Stein music is obviously, like, quasi, like, early 90s, like, quasi-world folk. No, <laughs> does this actually exist? Because I was just saying... No, it does. No, I've watched her oh. bongos on yeah, a like, cruise liner oh, right. or, or, like, yeah. a schooner. It's yeah. awesome. You should look it up. I'll send it in the chat so that Matt can... Pick it up and put it right here. Kanye 2020 is going to happen. And, like, I just... Um, I mean, I, it probably won't, but... Like, I just want to see what... I mean, this is what everyone said about Donald Trump. You do realize. Yeah, but that was also a year ago. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was, like, five years ago. But, like, it was a year before this stage in things. Yeah, and I think the issue is that Kanye does not perceive the three-dimensional world the same way. So he was well, like, it's fine for me to start right now, to announce it right now in the yeah. of July, because that's meaningful to right. everyone. Like, he doesn't give a Fourth shit about July, the- If this was 4th of July 2019, I would say, like, yeah, go for it. That might actually be a factor. He was still needing to trick Donald Trump into a few things, though. If I were making a pro-Kanye argument, is where I'd go with it. <laughs> well, yeah, He's no, the I, real I, I understand why Kanye West is only announcing July 4th, 2020, <laughs> that he's running for president. I get that. Like, I, I'm not confused by that. Mm-hmm. I just... He's probably not going to actually be a factor in the election because that's stupid. Um, but everything's and, stupid now. But. Yeah, but like not July 4th, 2020 for the 2020 presidential election, stupid. I don't We're know, not, man. I yeah. feel like. No, it's pretty stupid and stupid, like, in uh, possibly actually could affect the outcome. No. No, like yes. I love Kanye. <laughs> I think he's done nothing wrong. No, I am. I legitimately. Beautiful like, this dark is not twisted about... fantasy deserves 
it's pitchfork 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's um, not about judging Kanye in any means. I'm just saying, I feel like heartbreak, people like, make react- the way that we use autotune as a production tool, and good for him for that. You know, did I have to listen to, like, every fucking pop song that came out in the summer of, like, 2009 was just autotuned to shit? And I also had to deal with, like, Little Wayne being a phenomenon because of that. Yeah, yeah probably. But, uh... Little... Ex- wait, 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 wait. Little Wayne is fine. <laughs> I mean, he's not good at music, but, like... I'm Are you sure-, sure you're thinking of Lil Wayne? Yes, I am. He's never good. <laughs> like... I've always hated him. And you need some more Cesarep. <laughs> no, I'll listen. He does like the lean. That's true. Yeah, but like there's an entire subgenre of chopped and screwed. If I want cough medicine based psychedelia in my music, I don't need to listen to Little Wayne. And I'm going to call him Little Wayne because I feel racist pronouncing the apostrophe. I feel like, I'm gonna I, say. Feel like uh, I feel like Little Wayne had some great, I mean, all right. Well, this is for another time. <laughs> well, like, the video for Mrs. Officer was kind of funny. Um, I also like that one he did where he like played electric guitar badly at a certain point. I feel like that was sort of actually. I don't know the history well enough. And... Did he do a cover of like Wonderwall or something? Yeah, something like that. No, like it was like kind of that like beginning era of like SoundCloud rap where. Like, all of a sudden, you had a bunch of, like, rappers say, like, oh, yeah, Nirvana's my favorite band and my biggest influence. No, and he kind of presaged that in the mainstream. But, yeah, I don't enjoy listening to him for any reason at all, ever. All right. Well, I was not prepared to talk about Lil Wayne tonight, but believe me, me, we will return to this at some point. Yeah, I just, I mean, he's great, except I don't enjoy a single song ever. It's fine. It's fine. Whereas Kanye is awesome, and also I enjoy multiple songs. Yeah, that's fair. But I did want to bring it back to, I mentioned Hamilton. Did either of you guys ever see it, listen to it at all? No? No. 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 I'm going to because I live at my parents' house, and my mom just learned that this was a thing she could get. Yeah, well, what I love slash hate about it is, uh, one, like, there are critical things to say about Lin-Manuel and his politics uh, and about uh, what's problematic macro about the show but what i love is that uh the popularity of hamilton has still makes all technique look like lynn manuel miranda okay whatever i i really i don't give a shit because i've never perceived lynn manuel to be anyone but a fucking musical theater person so this whole thing where because hamilton got so popular and all of these regular broadway audiences were like oh my goodness rap uh, that somehow we were supposed to look at Hamilton uh, next to full-on hip-hop somehow is, like, hilarious to me. I also like that now dozens and dozens of people who don't watch musicals have now watched this musical and are like, why is it gay? <laughs> and where they use that uh, unironically as a pejorative, those types. Uh, yeah. They're like, I'm just like, I... Musicals are corny. Musicals are corny. Like, I'm I'm not going to watch a 
Broadway musical without expecting yeah. it or wanting it to be incredibly gay. Yeah, um, but it's like hilarious to me because people, because it became so popular, yeah, people I know it's gay. Like, made all these assumptions like it was gonna yeah. be. I, I don't know what, but uh, it's like, yeah, it's like showing up at my dear friend's wedding with another man and being like, oh, why is this wedding so gay? Like, yeah, it's musical fucking theater. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. <sighs> Yeah, sure. A musical blew up and it was also hip hop. And then we had to deal with a bunch of white fucking musical theater audiences who have never actually heard hip hop mm-hmm. uh, discuss how trans well, and then, is. Well, and and then, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, we're going to compare it. And also, Immortal Technique literally stuffed his dumbass in a locker. Immortal Technique beat up everybody when he was in high school. Yeah. This is like... This I mean, is literally like, uh, a line from Immortal Technique like Chris Matt, Hayes right, well, right now at high school and got beat up by him. Says, damn person whose moniker I'm gonna have start with N. In high school, I beat the <laughs> out of you. Damn, homie, in high school, I beat the shit out of you and your man, homie. Your girl wanna blow me and don't even know me. She like- uh, Immortal Technique stuffed Lin-Manuel Miranda in a locker, not because he was liberal, but just because he was a theater kid and Immortal Technique was a homophobic piece of shit at the time. But, you know, in hindsight, revisionistically, it's really funny and appropriate. I don't know. F- yeah, fuck Hamilton. Um... I'm going to watch it at some point. I, I mean, know. watch it and watch it like you're watching a fucking musical and not like these dipshits right. out here who are like, yeah. actually, yeah. like, I, I, well, okay, I will watch it like I'm watching a musical, but I'm also going to watch it like I'm watching a revisionist history fluff piece. Okay, it's not, not obvious that it's historical fiction a little bit. Uh, okay, but there's historical what? fiction and there's historical fiction to fit a certain narrative that appeals to a terrible group of people, that group being Obama lives. It's a hagiography for Obama liberals. Okay, so this is my problem, is that, like, when we do this, when we take something that became popular and act like it was a grand scheme from the get-go... No, no, that's not what we're saying. That's the energy I feel. I'm not no. saying from you. That no, is the energy no, I'll, I feel I'll push out back there. against that. No, no, no. That I'll is, push back against I'm not, that. I'm, that is definitely out there. That is definitely out there where it well, acts that, like it's a... You know, to bring an old reference back, that is socialism of fools right there. No, the fact of the matter is capitalism acts as an agency without an agent. Uh, It's not a scheme. No one needs to scheme it. It exists to serve the hegemony regardless of of whether or not someone intended it to do that. Yes. And it does it in a particularly egregious way, so I've heard, I'll report back when and I, I say, after I, I think, watch it. I think some of that right now, contextually, uh, Lynn Manuel created this show almost ten years ago. Right. I was, think it, it was born of a different uh, atmosphere, no, I mean, I'll, I'll, and I'll, he's just a fucking dude who had one successful musical, who yeah, read a biography it, that is that just inspired him, yeah, him to write yeah, some good, good music. Him. Like, that's what happened. Good for him, and, like, Cats is, like, more fascist. I, I don't, I don't know, whatever. But, like, 
I, I like T.S. Eliot's. <laughs> I will say I'm that just that saying, was one of my favorite. Also fascist, or was that just Ezra Pound? No, that was just Ezra. T.S. Eliot's. What do I hate about T.S. Eliot? He's like a modernist. Yeah, I know. Hollow was, man. Um, Conservative. He was, yeah, he was a dick to women. <laughs> Well, yeah, I apparently I read over the weekend, apparently uh, Bertrand Russell was like fucking his wife. But um, whatever, I, I'm just saying I'm not saying that Lin-Manuel Miranda like yeah, was a part of like some Obama cabal to like give this like fucking agitprop. Uh, He's just there. the lies that we tell ourselves. Yeah, he just he, it's a product of the historical moment. And I, I read this tweet earlier. I was actually it was a David Cleon tweet who pointed out that it's essentially what Shakespeare did as uh, like just like a like propaganda thing. That's basically what it was. It worked within historical metaphor, much the same way as any of Shakespeare's historic plays work to like praise the king, but through this like dis somewhat like tangential metaphor about him and like to be a part of this moment it's inherently liberal and supports the status quo and is you know not just historical fiction it has a purpose even if that wasn't his intention yeah i understand that but i guess it's just like some of it reminds me of uh a schizophrenic young gentleman I know who tells me that John Stewart is part of the Illuminati because he's encouraging people to laugh at the real news yeah. and not and again, take it seriously. Like it, it's got this whole like, or he's a comic who got this and, fucking and job in this system. The socialism of old capitalism works as an agency without an agent. And it's very easy to mistake well, that for there being an agent. Arguing that there's an agent there and attaching it to that individual is a distraction from what's actually going on. I say drag Lin-Manuel yeah, all you like, want for his Rican politics and the shit that is, like, objectively problematic, but the way that Hamilton was accused is not necessarily his responsibility. Sure, but it's still there yeah, and that's it, still what's think, happening. I mean, I, I think there's the old quote, if there wasn't a Lin-Manuel Miranda, history would see fit to I, create one. I mean, no, I got it. No yeah. one got it. Uh, what's but, the know. quote from? Yes. Well, it's originally um, it's about and I mean, that's um, why I just don't think... Yeah, sure, like, yeah, fine, Lin-Manuel Miranda, I'm sure well, no, 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 I don't even give a shit about that. I'm talking about him being good at what he does, which is making musical theater, which he is very good at, and that's what... I think is duh. Yeah. But he's been yeah, I'm, I'm sure attributed all these other things. I mean also like Matt and Trey are like reactionary as fuck. Yeah. I mean it's uh slap. and I the show is not without its moments. I mean it's literally I mean, Blackwashing I, history I, or whitewashing or whatever the fuck I felt like brownwashing or whatever the fuck they're coming up with. The project was supposed to be as coming from like a total theater 
background. Like it makes sense um when you look at it, yeah. it but I can easily see how it yeah, sure. is commodified and expanded to be used in these different ways. I mean, it's also wildly successful and I don't feel terrible about shitting on it cuz I don't know. It's well, extremely yeah, successful. Yeah, but I, I just think <laughs> like, it's silly to me that people are applying a, like, several people who I know do not like, engage with musical theater or theater or anything in that realm. Right. It's a little bit corny that makes you feel vulnerable in that specific way. And then they're like, oh, it's fucking boring and fucking, like, not cool, man. And I'm just like, okay, great. Like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Exactly. Like, 1776 is just no, a lamer yeah, version that, of like that. And that like, that's the thing. Like, we like, have other shows. Or actually, as I'll properly pronounce it, yeah. I, 1776. I, I think what we should take away, should take away from this podcast is that the British were right. <laughs> And that the I will never take well, that away. Look, Jonathan Jonathan <laughs> Groff as King right. George it's... in Hamilton is the highlight, I will say. As a pure uh, pure performance wise and choices and all that. Remember when Feeney was in seventeen seventy six? Yes, I do. Cool. I do. <laughs> uh, well, remember, I just think remember? it's funny. I just think it's funny that a lot of people who are jumping on this bandwagon to criticize fans of Hamilton are like acting like the fans of Hamilton are now uncritically fans of Alexander Hamilton, the person and all the founding fathers. Okay. So you're talking about it from a specific yes, perspective, admittedly. which is fans of Hamilton who are musical theater people who appreciate the work and the well put together piece of musical theater that is Hamilton. And fucking fine, like, I get that, I agree with that, and I appreciate that. But that's not why Hamilton is that successful. Hamilton is not successful because it's the biggest musical among musical theater people, because every year someone wins the Tony you're Awards, right, you're and right. I Hades, don't know who Hades that Town is. is the big show Tony of the Awards. previous year, and that is not being spoken about. Yeah, and I've never yeah. fucking heard, yes. No. I have not Absolutely heard of that. Hamilton. I don't know what that is, and no one on fucking Twitter is talking about Hades whatever it is. Town. It's about so, Hades, the god sure. of the underworld. It's great. It's a good show. I wasn't sure if it was about the country yeah. of Haiti. See, that's how little so, I know but, about. I, yes, but, you're right. A Hamilton is afforded undue importance. About Hamilton fans are uncritical fans of the historic Hamilton. Hamilton is obviously historic fiction. Great. But the problem is there is a group of not necessarily musical theater people but Obama libs who are eating this shit up and they are actually buying into the revisionist history of it. I, well, That's I, my only point. Yeah, I would, I am curious for you to watch it. I am curious for you to no, watch I mean, it. No, I know what a fucking musical no, 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 is. No, 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 not on that level. Like, I'm, I'm, good curious, with that. Like, I'm curious if once you watch it, you feel it is. I'm sure I will enjoy it. Like, I a hundred percent think I'll enjoy it. I'm just going to hate it. Like, 
I just think that some of the criticism I I've seen have been a like, good irreverent oh musical that like undermines a lot of the like general conventions of traditional Broadway musical yeah. theater. Like, sure, I'm and down with that. I get it. It uses shitty hip hop instead of like the, the shitty musical theater. There's singing. no way to do good hip hop in musical theater. Okay, right. that's like yeah. that's that's yeah, absurd like, to even think that it was a possibility. Fine, but like for <laughs> a good segment of people, this is actually their first exposure to hip hop. This is their first exposure to hip hop, like, to rap battles, to any of and, them. And, and also, just musical theater fans, that is general fucking lit. Yeah, and also it's their first experience to. It's gonna uh, be my mom, frankly. It's, it's, I made my mom listen to a few tracks off of RTJ Four. That was like the first exposure to hip hop she had. It's also um, their first experience uh, getting to meet Hillary Clinton when they walk by her in the Hamilton Theater. Yeah, but now it's on Disney Plus, which is why we're talking about yeah. it again. Like nobody I know could afford to get those fucking tickets once it fucking took off. I knew like a couple people who got the lottery. Um, I remember my mom bought a year and a half in advance to yeah. see kid. Yeah, because that's how it go. And it was a terrible play. <laughs> wait, did you see it live, dude? No, I saw Wicked Live, not not. Oh, wait, oh, 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 Wicked Live. Uh, yeah, yeah, I no, because I know your mom's a musical fan. No, super into musical. Do you like any musicals, though, Steve? No, I grew up on musicals. But which ones do you like? Uh, my favorite musical growing up was The Sound of Music. I mean, it is the one that Disney Plus suggested to me after I watched Hamilton. And I was considering doing a part for Footloose when we did in high school, but instead I was in the band. Nice. But I do have the entirety of Footloose set to memory and also performed Can't Stand Still for my Broadway musical to perform one song thing that they did. Yeah, no, so unlike the rest of you, I absolutely did not grow up on musicals. I watched the ones you incidentally watch. Oh, I uh, didn't either. Uh, I'm like, well, yeah, but you were also a theater. But I'm, yeah, it was all me. Yeah, so like, I grew up. Like, yeah, West Side Story, um, fucking Sound of Music, which I hated and it's Nazi propaganda. And uh, I think those were the two. I don't know. Name another one. Yeah, no. How did the whole thing My homeland forever. Yeah, how did the... Uh, Holocaust inconvenience uh, Austrian minor nobility. <laughs> um, the 16 year old was trying to date that guy and then he was a Nazi. So, yeah. I'm 16 going 17. Oh, God. No, okay. Favorite things actually is a bop. I'm it not, is a bop. Yeah, no, especially when it's done by John Coltrane. Yeah, my, I, my think, sister had I think you'll discover there's a few bops in Hamilton. My, my sister had a uh, music box that played uh, favorite things growing up, and I mm. fucking love that song. Is that like, is it, is it the minor key? Is that in a minor key? I don't know anything about musical theory. No. Okay, then what, why does it sound spooky? Steven, why does this song sound spooky? Because it has uh, 
magic. Yeah. No, but it's like like it like sounds like someone's about to get murdered. I don't know. I always like that. Song. Why does it, that? It might be. It might be in a minor key. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm not an asshole. Like maybe you should think about that before Look, you we, drink. We'll, we'll verify it. We'll verify it. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's in E minor. So Marlo is a fucking music theory genius. He is. It's <laughs> spooky as fuck, and if you don't agree that it's spooky as fuck, then you're just well, like... Well, it so. can't be in a major key if the dog bites and the bees sting. I don't know what you're saying now. What? The, the lyrics <laughs> of the song. Yeah, the when the song. dog bites. Yeah. When, when the bees sting, sting, when, when I'm feeling sad, these are a few of my favorite things. Yeah, no, and I don't I feel that, so bad. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, like it sounds like a haunted house. That song, like, is spooky as fuck. I'm gonna like go on that. And it's because it's in a minor key because I'm a music theory genius and know what that means. Well, you know what? I think you might be right. Um, but yeah, I just think it's been super fun uh, because I, for example, do not know any tangential theater people who ever had any revisionist impression about any of these historical figures because <laughs> they're all like, this song is so good. Because they watched it uh, because they watch all musicals yeah. and they that one stood out as a particularly well-done musical. Yeah. Well, also, the also there are a couple like school... It because it was Hamilton. Yeah, there are a couple schoolhouse rock moments where he figures out how to cleverly, lyrically uh, put in a nugget of true information that you may not have known before which is uh which is it's it's it's, i know you're gonna hate it because you uh don't like joy Uh, (laughs) it's gonna be be what you think it is but there are some uh, moments like that that i think are you know uh when when it came out originally i would have said we're very well done uh i do think we're living in a totally different world right now and uh seeing hamilton right now without like i've listened to the soundtrack a ton of times so i'm like familiar with the show uh despite not getting to see it but i think sight unseen Watching this in 2020 does hit a different note than uh, when it was filmed in 2016 and et cetera. Right, but so, like again, in 2016, like, I've, yeah, I, yeah, feel, like, I feel like you're going to be like, what you hate the most is that Lynn Manuel cast himself as Hamilton. Because the, I feel like that's. No, I mean, I think I'm just going to hate that it's a superstructure of capital hegemony. Yeah, that too. I don't know. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be like corny fucking mom rap. It'll be whatever. I have to say, I'm I'm scrolling through Twitter right now, and it's only pictures that you posted. It's so easy to do that with Control V. Uh, that's a computer <laughs> tip for people. It's a really good tip, actually. Just Control V it. Oh, man. All right, so what we should take away from this podcast is... Uh, oh, 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 I'm getting I'm getting some news. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell is dead, and uh, <laughs> we're the first ones to report it. 
Don't do that to me, dude. <laughs> oh my god. god I, I literally right? checked. <laughs> How cool is it? We've already processed the We've already... imminent death by foul play. Well, okay. Like, so imagine if you will, you are the illegitimate child of Donald Trump and Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> and like, they name you Maxwell Trump as your last name. Mm-hmm. And then he hires you to work in the White House. And despite, like, the employees of the White House or public records, no one noticed that. Yeah. I love it. I'm just thinking about shit. Because, like, I just... I I believe uh, this man uh, who said he was James Maxwell Trump then then changed his Twitter (laughs) name again to Greg Dobbins and then no other tweets. Oh. So, so I think we're in for another troll, which I'll pay attention to when he is funny. I mean, no, this is like a very well done, like long term troll. I love a um, long con. I love it. Yeah, man. All right. oh, 69 days to 420 again. Ha ha. Tweets Elon Musk. Guess what I'm tweeting? <laughs> Block us, uh, Elon Musk. Anyway, guys. I like that I got you guys on the Glane Maxwell bit. Oh, man. Stop calling her that. I mean, I'm just, like, excited to... I just, like, am excited to be the first one who knows about anything. So, uh, I would love to accidentally be the first one who hears Jizzy's day. Now who's the Hermione Granger of the group? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely me. If, uh... I really took offense to that last time. I know. Could you not tell I, I wrote that uh, intentionally to be uh, I've been, annoying? Listen, it's been I only meant the most reductive positive qualities of what you could associate with the Hermione Granger. Yeah, That's the only reason why I thought of even saying that, which is that you are smart and have long hair. <laughs> All right, I have to go back to seeing Oliver Stone's The Doors. I stopped in the... Oh, cool. Um, That's actually one of the best Oliver Stone movies. I'm I'm at the Andy Warhol scene. Nice. He's about to get... I think that's the only Oliver Stone movie I like. He's he's about to get the... Oh, no, Born on the Fourth of July is the other Mm -hmm. Oliver Stone movie I like. It's, like, actually personal. can't believe I forgot that on this day of all days. That's... (laughs) Also, I think Platoon would have been a good movie to watch. Yeah, I was never a fan. No, I just watched Independence Day like a normal person. Yeah, that one's good. Um, um, I, you know, I'm disappointed. I forgot to bring this up. We'll maybe talk about it another time. Uh, I made my boyfriend watch uh, Indiana Jones and. The Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, isn't he like eleven or something? Yeah, you know, he's a fully grown man. But he was not allowed to watch a lot of movies. Also, he is a bit younger than me, so there's some, you know, whatever. <laughs> he had not seen Indiana Jones, and it was uh, very funny. He um, did not see. Yeah. <laughs> I literally do a joke that relies heavily on an Indiana Jones reference. So I was like, we don't have oh, okay. we don't enough, have shit yes. to do. Uh, also, I did love Indiana Jones a lot as a child. Comedian couples hashtag. Yes, uh, but it was super fun to watch it this year and be like, oh boy, yeah, no, what a trope. 
You should read Edward Said alongside of it as you watch it. You should. Oh my um, god, I will never actually read Edward Said. <laughs> all I know is now I'm anti-Indiana Jones because I'm like, give all them countries back their artifacts, as we know. If, okay, calling back to the last episode, I consider all those movies extremely mystical. That's good. I think so, too. I think along so, too. With, along with the Tomb Raider movies. Anything with, like, archaeology and, like, supernaturalness. Yes, and they all have that. Like, there's no yep. just, ooh, I also, nerd I also archaeology. Can, I also consider um, National Treasure as to being very... Oh, my God. Mystical. I love National Treasure for so that So does reason. my dad. My dad also. I Well, I you know what? I like historical fiction. In general, uh, it, I wish I it was a bigger point this out genre. Before, but historical fiction is redundant in my eyes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Is it, uh, you know, that's what a lot of woo-woo people are on right now. They're like, we yeah, are. This is where Steven goes, like, full the secret. Where oh, he's yeah. like, oh, actually, all history is fiction. So, all history you know, is false. Yeah, yeah, oh. Oh, history? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, maybe Germany did win World War II. But I like learning. I do like learning all that fake shit. So it's like a balance for me. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, excuse me. Just yeah, like we're argument. like 80 minutes now. Yeah, well, we're honoring America. Yeah. Um, excuse me. It's like argument where it's like, oh, actually, I don't believe like nonfiction is a thing because like it's all fiction or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, no. Let's just end it there, and Steve isn't allowed to correct me. Well, we gotta have U.S. Blues come on. So. Oh yeah, no, definitely outro to U.S. Blues, Matthew. Yes. One hundred percent. I dare fucking the Grateful Dead to sue us. Ooh, oh, I, I want us to all get blocked by Elon Musk and Scott Adams and get sued. Oh man. I got big dreams for us. Oh, God. Maybe I'll get to, like, meet Bob Weir in court. That'll be fun. That'll be awesome. <laughs> All right. Anyway, happy 4th, guys. To, to what is the Negro 4th of July or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Li- yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. Frederick Kelly. Anyway. Kanye 2020. Fuck America. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Last 4th of July ever. Yay. My prediction. Happy Filipino-American friendship. <laughs> Jizz is dead. <laughs> Coincidentally, falls on this day. No one's sure why. I know. Uh, if she dies Wednesday when we put it out, or. <laughs> oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, no. We should actually tell Matt to, like, wait. Wait to, like, till she's killed time, this Take his time editing this until she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> we are ghouls. Uh, only specifically at uh, people who run si- child sex trafficking. Yeah, anyway, I'm a ghoul for uh, that. Good night. Red and white, blue suede shoes. I'm Uncle Sam. How do you do? Give me five. I'm still alive. Change. Stay seventy two.